Hey everybody, Chris here. You may know us these days as the Personal Injury Mastermind, but you've discovered our roots when we first started as the Rankings Podcast. I'm glad you're here. Over the years and hundreds of episodes, we've expanded our reach while staying true to our mission. We help you and your firm dominate the competition with insights from some of the best in the legal industry. You may notice that these older episodes sound a bit different. That's because we also embrace change and growth. I hope you enjoy this episode from the vaults and listen to a few of our newer episodes while you're at it. Thanks for being here. Let's begin. Boxers will watch hours of footage of their opponents fighting just to get an insight into their style and where their weaknesses are. And in many ways, my guest today did exactly the same, only he went and worked for his prospective opponents in order to learn the secrets of their litigation techniques. After five years of working uh, for insurance defense firms, I finally took uh, the leap of faith that I feel like was my destiny and opened my own law firm uh, because I wanted to help people. And so in 2008, I went out on my own, opened up uh, Bader Law Firm. It was really exclusively a workers' compensation law firm, which I opened up here in Atlanta, Georgia. My guest today is Seth Bader, founder of Bader Scott Injury Lawyers. After leaving the work of insurance defense behind, Seth created his own workers' compensation firm based on the pillars of providing outstanding results, personalized attention, and operating with uncompromising integrity. Join us as we discuss how Seth cultivated healthy referral sources from his blog, why culture is key when bringing in new hires, and what the strategies are that Seth is employing to take his firm to the next level. That's coming up on the Rankings Podcast, the show where founders, entrepreneurs, and elite personal injury attorneys share their inspiring stories about what they did to get to the top and what keeps them there. I'm Chris Stryer. Stay with us. Whereas some new law firm owners set up a shop in the area of legal practice they've worked in previously, Seth decided to use his insider knowledge of the opposition to give himself a competitive edge and provide a higher value service to his clients. While it was not the most exciting time and certainly not the most exciting time as a lawyer or in my professional career, it was some of the, probably the most valuable experience I had in terms of learning the substance of the law so that I could take that and use that really now to benefit my clients who are in cases adverse to the insurance companies. So yeah, so for the first five years from 2003 until 2008, like I said, I, I represented insurance companies, both in car accident cases uh, and in workers' compensation cases, again, primarily in, in terms of workers' comp. And as a result, I learned really all of the, the tricks and the secrets uh, on how they manage their claims and how they try to reduce the value of claims. And, and I think that that's been invaluable in, in, in terms of my ability to get my clients the best result. Absolutely. So your firm, it's, it's really grown. You know, what were some of the biggest turning points in your company? What kind of took it to that next level? Throughout the last 12 years, uh, I, I, what I found is that, that I've had many turning points and I've reached many plateaus and then I've kind of blasted through uh, those plateaus to get to another level. You know, when I think back, the first big turning point was initially I put a lot of time and effort into trying to figure out ways to market the firm. And so I don't know that this is a turning point, but I guess it was in 2009, I was approached by a law firm. They asked me if I would be interested in taking referrals, which of course I was because at the time I had about 25 cases. They didn't know that. 
Uh, what's what's interesting is that a lot of times if you if you really go for it and you put you know your energy and your passion behind something that you believe will work for you often it doesn't work the way you expect but it ultimately ends up working and so uh, specifically in 2008 i had very little money i didn't have a marketing budget and so all i could afford was a 200 i don't even know if i'd call it a website there's a company you may be familiar with called lexblog and so I think it was like 200 $250. They basically built out what appeared to be a, a website, but I was responsible for 100% of the content. And I literally, day and night, just put a ton of content. The, the website is gone now. It was atlantaworkerscompblog.com. And then there was a tagline that, that they told me I needed, and it was dedicated uh, to helping you get the maximum compensation and medical treatment that you deserve, something, something to that effect. Um, so I literally, day and night, I mean, I must have put in, 10 to 12 hours a day putting content on that site when I wasn't working on my the few cases that I had, hoping that the community, the consumer would find me. And like, no joke, I never had one client find me from that website, but I did have two lawyers, the first in 2009 and the second two years later in 2011 that found me. And both of them sent me hundreds of cases. Uh, so that was one, I think, turning point was when I got that first referral from a large law firm. And then, and then in 2013, you know, when I realized that I did not want to be dependent upon one or two lawyers to generate my business, I started to invest a lot of time in, um, in, in finding mentors and mastermind groups that, that I could learn from. And so in 2013, I joined some groups and I was able to learn a lot about marketing and managing a firm. And then from there, I put in a lot of time, money and effort into the marketing of the, of the practice. That's great. It seems like, you know, all that content that you wrote, maybe it didn't, it didn't attract the, the end consumer, but attorneys, when they need to refer out a case, they want to see who the end expert is. And I'm sure your content showed your expertise and that's how you establish those first relationships. Yeah. Uh, no question about it. Not only, not only was it the content, but I, I also spent a lot of time uh, using Google translate, which I, I think has since been radically improved but at the time it was good enough just to put some Spanish content. I spoke Spanish, I speak um, conversant in Spanish, but not fluent, certainly not enough to write. But uh, using Google Translate, I was able to take everything that I put in English and put it into Spanish. And I think as a result, I was one of the few lawyers that had any Spanish content. And so both of those firms reached out in part because of that. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, there's a lot less competition, even in AdWords, you know, it's less per click and so there's some big opportunities there. And you mentioned some mentors and masterminds. Who, who are some of those mentors? I know on Facebook, we follow, you know, I follow you on Facebook and, and you're commenting on, with, on Cameron Harold stuff, big fan of Cameron Harold. You know, who are some of those mentors that really helped help you get past those plateaus that you're referring to? So I've worked with, in, in one way, one shape or another, I've worked with several mentors, a lot of the, a lot of the big mentors in the industry. You know, uh, first was Ken Hardison, who I think is amazing. And I joined uh, his mastermind group and went to his conferences. Uh, the first one, I think it was 2013 in Chicago. Um, and I, it really just opened my eyes to a completely different world. Um, before then, marketing and advertising was just a huge mystery. Uh, and what I learned from a lot of other attorneys and law firms around the country is that while it still is a risk, 
there are ways to be a little bit more scientific about it and there are ways to measure things. Um, and so you can take calculated risks. And so I joined Ken's group. Uh, I've worked here locally with Alvaro Arouse. Yeah, we've had Alvaro on, he's great. So, so I worked with Al Alvaro, was actually was my first uh, consultant. Uh, so I worked with Alvaro, I've worked with Ken, you know, through Ken, I, I've met a lot of folks, uh, including Harlan Schillinger. I don't know that I would call him a mentor, but certainly a friend and a, and a, and a counselor, uh, Paul Faust, uh, who's in the phone number business. I've worked with, uh, again, I've met so many people in the SEO space like yourself that have been really helpful. Um, now, of course, I'm a, a member of the Chris Beck's mastermind with Michael McGill. Uh, and so he's a friend and also a mentor as well. And, and most recently, we started to work with Cameron Harold, uh, who I think has is, is really been helpful in terms of the operations. And that's uh, the COO Alliance. Yeah. So we're working with him. And then and we also, um, we do also work with how to manage a small law firm. I think at each plateau or at each level of the business, you know, you, you encounter new challenges. And the, the reality is I didn't go to school to, to get an MBA. And uh, even if I did, you know, to grow a business from zero uh, employees to 150, naturally, you're going to encounter all kinds of new challenges. You don't know what you don't know. And so as a result, I, I find that investing in education and mentorship and masterminds has been probably the, the sort of the secret sauce, you know, for, for me, because um, through it, I've been able to expedite my learning curve and, and uh, avoid making a lot of the very expensive mistakes that people often make uh, when they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And that makes sense. And when you talk to these individuals, it just elevates you, right? So you start congregating and hanging out with people, like-minded people, you, you, you brainstorm, you get ideas. You know, you mentioned you're at, you said 150 plus employees around there. You know, uh, to be honest, I've lost track, but it, <laughs> I think at that time it was about 140, 140. Gotcha. With so many employees now working for him at Bader Scott Injury Lawyers, I wanted to find out how Seth has been able to expand so quickly and still provide the highest level of service to his clients. We've implemented a hiring funnel in, in many respects uh, based on what we learned uh, from Michael over at CRISP uh, and the CRISPX uh, mastermind group. So they introduced a hiring funnel to us. And so we use that as sort of the foundation to filter in the people that we want. Um, you know, we're really big on, on culture and um, by culture, I just mean, you know, connecting with our core values and uh, people that really believe in, in what our vision is and that kind of embody uh, either all of our core values or, or many of them. And so that's really the objective. Uh, we, the hiring process is, I won't say it's complicated, but there are, there are different levels. And so, you know, in addition to being able to, demonstrate your subject matter expertise, uh, whether you're a lawyer or a receptionist, whatever it is, you know, being able to actually do the work. We also want to make sure that the person is a good culture fit uh, in terms of their values. And so they uh, go through an interview process, not only with the HR team, but with, with members of our firm and members of our leadership team, just to make sure that they're a good fit, both for them and for us. And so you've got some specialized individuals that really just have harness best practices and it's really, really being effective for your, for your firm. And so you, you, you've hit these plateaus, you've grown, you've got some mentors, you know, how are you positioning your firm for growth now? Because, you know, back in the day, you said you were cranking out articles on your Lex blog and now you've got the resources, you know, what are some of the, the strategies you're taking to, to take your firm to the next level now? 
There's certainly the obvious, right? So we, we do spend a lot of money in, in advertising. Uh, we spend money uh, in the digital space, both online and on social media. Uh, we spend money on traditional media like uh, TV and radio. Um, but I think now our, our focus really is on the client experience. So we're in the process of investing a lot of time, money, and, and effort in creating the optimal client journey. Uh, because ultimately, when we look at our statistics in terms of our, our signups, time and time again, the, the greatest uh, source of business is, is the referral. It's client referrals, it's former clients, it's friends and family. And, and frankly, they're, I don't want to say that they're the best clients, but those clients tend to to be more patient. Uh, they tend to have, just by the numbers, the cases are a little bit bigger. Um, and so, you know, those are sort of the ideal clients for us. So we, we treat every client the same. And, and I think that as a result of, as a result of our recognition that, that that is the best source of business, we are investing a lot of uh, effort into building out the best client experience from the beginning, from the time that they first contact the firm until the time that they become a former client. You know, a lot of times firms will just focus on the, the acquisition, acquiring the client, and then they hand over the check and it's kind of done. But but you've turned your clients into evangelists. And, and like you said, if referrals, over 750 Google reviews. I mean, that's handling your clients, you know, keeping them close and, and sharing the love and making sure they're treated right. And I really applaud you for that. And, and that's that's a different type of approach. I, I expected you were going to say something like, Oh, we're, we're doing this, this new brand initiative, but I really like that, that you're really focused on the customer. I believe that when I was the only attorney in the firm that I was giving all the clients uh, a great experience, I, I feel very confident that I was. I, everybody had my cell phone. I was available 24-7 and I literally took calls 24-7. Uh, I always had a dream that you could scale that, but I didn't know, I had not figured that out. And I don't know that we've totally figured it out yet. But we have a team dedicated to it right now. Uh, we've got a plan in place. And I, I feel very confident that over the next year, we're going to build out that ideal client um, journey and experience. And I'm excited, not only because we're going to be able to give it to the clients, but we're going to be able to give it to them at scale. Um, and so, you know, I'll have to report back to you, you know, next year. But I mean, it's, it, it is our primary focus right now. Well, that's amazing. And, and yeah, we'll definitely have to follow up, maybe do a second interview and, and talk about that. So, you know, your role has changed, you know, you went from, you know, whether it's the E-Myth Revisited where you're talking about manager, maker, owner, and you kind of evolve at these different steps and, you know, you were writing blogs and, and hustling, answering every call. As of today, what are your high value activities? What actions do you take that bring the most impact for your firm? Sure. You know, I think that the first thing is just vision casting, setting the vision, and sort of sharing that vision with my partner, who is the active managing partner, you know, on the day-to-day -day basis. Uh, so I think that's the primary thing. Um, but in addition to, to vision casting and, and setting the vision, um, I think it's just leadership uh, communication with, with my leadership team um, and just trying to create the, the right energy and the right atmosphere uh, for the firm. What I've come to find out is as a leader, I, I have an obligation to have an exponential impact. And I can't really do that managing individual cases. Now I do still get involved in cases. I have my own select set of cases, but I'm also regularly 
talking to lawyers, associates about their cases. And, and, you know, if I need to get involved, I certainly do. But I think, I think as a leader and as an owner, I, ha- I have a responsibility to uh, impact 150 people. And in the process, impact literally the thousands of clients, you know, that we represent. And so I, I can do that more, again, through vision casting, through leadership. And I think that that's, that's my primary function at this point. Setting his firm's vision, prioritizing client experience, optimizing the hiring funnel, Seth has nailed the art of running and growing a successful practice. And as we start to wrap up, I wanted Seth to share his advice for law firm owners looking to push through their own plateaus and level up their practice. The main thing is to grow as a person uh, and as a professional. I think that when I look at my experience and my success, it is directly tied to the investments that I've made uh, to grow myself as you know personally and professionally, uh, to surround yourself with other folks that uh, have experienced the kind of success that you want to uh, experience because they've been there, they've done that. And in most cases, they're willing to share. I mean, I think as all of us that have, have reached a certain level, at one point, we're looking to other mentors for advice. And so I think most of us are, are generally very open uh, to sharing and, and, and helping other people. So I think that's the the main uh, piece of advice. And I, I think the other thing is if you have a passion, dive into it and, and go all in, because if you really have that passion, you're going to find ways um, to achieve your goals. You may not achieve those goals the way you expect, but as long as you kind of stick to it and you remain persistent um, and patient, then eventually you will figure things out. I couldn't agree more with Seth. It's so important to continuously seek self-improvement and to surround yourself with people that encourage you to elevate your thinking and practices. You've been listening to the Rankings Podcast. I'm Chris Stryer. A huge thank you to today's guest, Seth Bader, for joining us. You can find all the links from today's conversation in the show notes, and we want to hear from you. What do you do to push through those periods of plateau? Drop us a review and share your thoughts. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.